0: In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. C.S. Lewis... In purging the poisoned well within writes the following. When a man is getting better, he understands more clearly the evil that is still in him. When a man is getting worse, he understands his own badness less and less. Let me read that once more. When a man is getting better, he understands more clearly the evil that is still in him. When a man is getting worse, he understands his own badness less and less. I think that perhaps not explicitly, but implicitly, there's an argument. This very principle could be argued from the particular text of a woman who is caught in the midst of adultery. They bring her before Jesus in order to trap him. It's not about her. It's not about upholding standards of holiness and being faithful to the law of Moses. They're simply using her as a pawn in order to trap Jesus because... They know that Jesus is abundantly compassionate and merciful, but they also know that Jesus is righteous and holy. They're trying to position him in such a way where his sympathy for the woman might tempt him in order to compromise the law of Moses. And then they would be able to prove that he was in fact a heretic, that he was a false teacher. And Jesus kneels down and begins to write in the dirt. And many people have different speculations in regards to what he was writing. I'm of the position that it's likely he was writing out the Ten Commandments. Or perhaps being God in the flesh, instead of merely writing the Ten Commandments in the general sense, he may have been writing out individual, specific sins of the people in the crowd watching. Maybe in his kindness, just not adding their name to it. But in either sense, what we see in that particular text is that one by one, the accusers of the women, they turn around and leave. But what I want to draw out specifically is this, that it begins with the older ones and then to the younger ones. And think about that for a moment, back in light of what C.S. Lewis says, I'll read the quote once more. When a man is getting better, he understands more clearly the evil that is still in him. When a man is getting worse, he understands his own badness less and less. Or back to our primary text, the apostle Paul later in life, adopting the language, the label, the name chief of sinners. The older men are the ones who turn around and depart first. And then eventually it's the younger men who walk away. Jesus says he who was without sin, let him be the one to cast the first stone. And the younger men are the ones who realize the significance of what Jesus has just said. It takes them the longest to realize that they're the butt of the joke. But the older men, they seem to be the ones who realize it much more quickly. Not just because they're older and they've had more life, more years to actually commit sin. But likely part of what's going on in this particular historical event is that these older men not only have more sin to account for because they've lived more years as sinners on the earth, but over the course of time through age, they've not only accrued more sin, but they become more acutely in tune and aware of their sinfulness.